Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast, episode number 39, an interview with Stephanie Allen. My name is Jesse Ellertson, and I am a life coach and a military wife who is in the trenches of life with each of you. This podcast is for military wives who know how to handle the challenges of deployments and frequent trainings, but want to improve the experience that they are having in the process. If you are ready to thrive while your husband is away, then you are in the right place. I have a treat for you guys today, another interview from a new friend of mine named Stephanie Allen. She is a life coach. She is a very seasoned, awesome, amazing military wife, and I can't wait for you to get to know her. Enjoy. Okay. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. I'm really looking forward to interviewing you, and I want to start by just asking you a little bit about who you are and specifically your time um, as a military spouse. And then as we move through the interview, we'll get to more of um, your life coaching experiences and who you who you serve, who you help, and, and kind of move through it that way. Does that sound okay to you? That sounds awesome. Thank you so much for having me on today. Wonderful. Okay. So can you... Yeah, just again, just start out by telling us a little bit about yourself sure, and your time no in the military, and then we'll get into it. All right. Um, well, again, my name is Stephanie Allen, and I have been a proud Air Force military spouse for the past 20 years. My husband has been in for 28 years. Oh, wow. And um, the first thing I, I can think of that I wanted to let you all know about is that it has been a journey. And it's been a wonderful journey and a wonderful story being a military spouse, you know, with a lot of, um, with a lot of highs and a lot of excitement and a lot of um, opportunity to have experienced experiences that I might not have had, had I been continuing to live in California, right? That's where I'm from. And maybe not seen more than Mexico, right? So my husband right. and I have been able to, you know, move, we moved, um, we're on our 11th move coming up. And we've been able to um, travel the country as well as um, we've been assigned overseas. And so we've also been able to travel a lot of, you know, the world, you know, through this experience. So, um, and I, I want to talk about, you know, this experience as a military spouse. Um, we talked about the highs and lows. It's been a, a journey for me in self-development, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, because um, I feel like I've um, come full circle and still um, growing as a military spouse from where I was as a brand new military spouse and moving to our first duty station in Okinawa, right? And not really knowing exactly what I was getting into. And then, um, you know, fast forward 11 moves later, um, six deployments, right, to the military spouse I am today. And um, having learned so much from all of the experiences that I've had, but also within the last couple of years, and now I'm, I'm a more, you know, seasoned military spouse, last couple of years after becoming a certified life coach and learning all of the tools at the life mm -hmm. coach school, um, just like you, Jess. I feel like there's so much I've learned in terms of uh, managing my brain, management, managing my mindset that I really wish I would have known then as a military spouse mm. early on. So I feel 
feel like I'm almost new in terms of the last couple of years being able to, you know, um, manage my mindset and and all. We're, and we actually are, like I said, we're getting ready to experience our 11th move and I'm able to apply all I've learned, right? And the lessons that I've learned as a military spouse that now, you know, use all that experience and really be able to um, harness the power of my thinking mm. because that's where true resilience lies. And I know, exactly. right? Um, <laughs> the name of this podcast is Simply Resilient. Yes. And I think the military spouses, you know, as we grow and we learn, we are so, we learn, we're taught to be resilient. We're given all the resources, right? The, the, the military tries to help us, right? And we're so yes. great at being resourceful mm-hmm. in, um, in diving in and being savvy and, and, and strong and managing, um, taking advantage of those resources. But we don't take advantage sometimes of our most valuable resource. And that is accessing um, the brilliance of our own mind, right? And, mm-hmm. and um, really managing our thinking and, you know, um, thinking out of the box in terms of um, possibilities for ourselves and looking at our lives, these brilliant full lives we have, these big, beautiful lives and, and feel, thinking, realizing that we're so abundant in it. We, we are scarce in our mindset and we limit the possibilities for ourselves. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, when, and upon learning um, all the, the tools um, at the Life Coach School and learning the model, and I know you've talked about that in your podcast, I was able to, you know, really think in possibilities for myself. And when I was scarce, right, when I was more limiting myself and I wasn't using the resource of my own mind, I felt like I felt more powerless and I felt that my, um, you know, that I was limited in my life and what I could do. And that is absolutely not true. And that's what I'm here to, you know, talk, tell you all today, you know, keep listening to Jesse, right? Because she's on to something. And if you can catch on to this early on and harness the power of your mind and possibilities, your thinking and that your thoughts create the results and they'll create the life that you want to create and it'll be so much better than you could ever imagine um, you're on the right track. Yes, absolutely. I love that, Stephanie. I love how you talked about how you're a very seasoned military spouse at this point, but then you almost feel new again. Because with these new tools, it makes it a completely different experience. That's that's what has been happening for me as I compare my time in the military before knowing how to manage my mind and then my time in the military now. And I think one reason why I love working with military spouses as my as my main client is that we are so good and this, you mentioned this too, of doing what it takes and like th- diving in and, and, and making it happen and being strong enough. But what I never realized is still how pretty disempowering that was because we still felt like it was not in our control. Like we did what we had to do and we always step up and we're always, we always do it. But to still feel like it's out of our control, to still feel like it's beyond us to create what we want to create. We just still are answering to something else and, and doing what we have to do instead of choosing our life and creating our life. And it seems like kind of a subtle difference, but for me, it has changed everything. It really has made it a new experience. It sounds like you've experienced that as well. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, really, you know, having access to that model and having it be conceptualized and really like looking at that thought line and no matter my circumstances that came up as a military spouse, no matter the 10 moves and the and the six deployments and no matter being on one particular deployment and, and also being in charge of managing all the families because my husband was responsible 
for a couple of squadrons, right? Yes. So I had to be the strong one, right? And and take care of every, everyone yeah, else. Yeah, people are looking to you. Yeah. Exactly. But then not at that point, you know, behind the scenes, really knowing the model yet and being able to harness the power of it to be able to, to teach it to also everyone else. And, and it just that one click that I find that I had in my brain, like years later, now we're on the back end. I mean, she's in 28 years, but years later, looking at the thought line of that model and knowing that no matter my circumstances that came up as a military spouse, I had a choice in what I decided to think about it all, what I decided to believe about circumstances as they, as they came up. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And in a particular deployment that was really hard when we were in Washington state, you know, man, all these circumstances were coming at us to where, you know, um, you know, a lot of the active duty members that were deployed were constantly getting called about people being injured. Mm. And, you know, one, uh, one member of the squadron in particular was hit by a rocket, mm. right? And all and we were notified that by th- about that and all the spouses had to pull together to take care of this one spouse. Um, mm. And so if, if we have these tools ahead of time, and we're able to think in that those moments, right? Of fight or flight, right? Where that is truly survival for that wife and that husband when they thought she, he was going to die, right? That that it, in that fight or flight mode, that's truly the survival mode. When we talk about us white knuckling it as military spouses and how we're just surviving, we're not thriving. Boy, that's a perfect example of survival mode, right? When she was, you know, wondering if her husband was going to come back alive or not, right? That's the mm. heightened, that's, that's the, the worst fear that we all have, right? And then being able to, you know, take a look at those circumstances and then even in that moment, decide what we're going to think about it to be able to manage our emotions, to truly act in a way that'll serve us, that's going to get us a better result, result and be able to truly handle things without letting our emotions carry us away and being duck in fear and anxiety, right? So that's just, that's just, an, that's just an example, just within a deployment. But I think if we're just applying that to everyday life, right, and not being in fight or flight, mm-hmm. um, and, 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 and the model is a perfect way to be able to stop and breathe. And that is where our power lies as military spouses. Oh, I love that. Um, the story that you mentioned is just such a powerful example. And one thing that I, I think that people... I don't know about misunderstand or they're just not maybe as aware of is that half of what we do as life coaches is teach people how to feel the negative emotions on purpose. So think about this, this spouse who was in that survival mode, that necessary survival mode. Mm-hmm. And even in that moment, because it's not all about just creating a positive life and thinking positively, it's about being willing to feel it all about being willing to lean into those awful, scary, you know, any of those emotions rather than resist or buffer and how powerful that can be and how much help healthier, you can feel that and process that and have just that more whole and complete life. And so I love really mentioning that aspect of it as well. It's not just about creating a happy or, you know, like a positive, peaceful life all the time. It's about being willing to feel the awful parts too. Like I didn't yeah. know how to do that before now. I, I would resist and avoid and buffer and, you know, think that that was what, that was the goal was to avoid negative emotions. And now that I'm, I'm willing to feel it, my life has opened up in that aspect as well too. Do you have any, any thoughts on that? 
that. Certainly. No, I'm so incredibly glad that you brought that up because when you think about the military spouse and there's so many, so many positive words, right? To describe us or positive emotions, right? That we can, that we can, you know, I'm feeling resourceful, right? I'm feeling strong, feeling determined to, to try to figure this all out, you know, but in those moments, right? And, and I mentioned, you know, the worst case scenario um, in all the, you know, the emotions that you feel, you know, military spouses are experiencing loneliness and fear, anger, resentment, frustration, isolation, powerlessness, Mm. loss of connection, right? So in those, in those moments, right, to be able to sit in those feelings and really feel them all the way through, yes, um, as you mentioned, and knowing that they're not going to, to kill us, right? It's just truly is a vibration in our body, right? And and because we are so used to feeling it, but yes, cer- certainly many of us are buffering, right? We're trying mm-hmm. to resist or avoid those emotions. And we say we're st- so strong because of that, but I think it, that we can develop an even higher level of strength by feeling those emotions all the way through, feeling what they feel like in our bodies, right? Like fear, for example, and you know, just getting used to that and even continuing to take action anyway, right? Because that's yes. what we have to do. We're the pillar of strength, the ba- the home, uh, the base camp, we're the, the home the, front. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we're responsible for the base camp, right? We're the um, commander at home. So um, we still have to take action in spite of fear, right? And mm, I exactly. think that's another, that's where we get even more power by feeling those emotions all the way through taking action, doing what we need to do, right? What we're required to do, what we're proud to do and becoming courageous on the other side side of it because the fear didn't kill us. We still took action and then we can do it again. Right. Mm -hmm. And maybe this time, maybe eventually we won't be feeling, you know, all that anxiety and and fear. And that again is where our power lies. So not just like um, making choices to own our thoughts, but also um, being masters at feeling our emotion. Mm, That's so good. And that's another reason why I love that word resilient, because it's implying um, that we, the hard times come, you know, it's not saying now I just ride these highs, it's the highs and the lows. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just part of, of this journey. You'd mentioned that out of six deployments, um, amazing. That's You are a very seasoned military spouse for sure. Not not a lot of us can say we've been through six deployments, but um, you'd mentioned that one was particularly challenging. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Why, why that one sticks out to you more than the others maybe? Sure. Um, one in particular, um, the one that I was mentioning, there's been a, there's been a couple, right? There's, right. More, there's more than one and, and then challenges always come, right? And mm-hmm. I think that now that I know what I know, right, as a military spouse, I would I would expect that, right? I wouldn't mm-hmm. expect, you know, everything that going is going to be perfect. And along with that, I wouldn't expect myself to be perfect either. I wouldn't, um, mm-hmm. I would be more compassionate with myself. That's something else that's so important, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to show up perfect. We're going to be compassionate. We're going to, we're going to fail. And that resiliency is also um, failing, right? And learning and then getting mm-hmm. back up again and, you know, um, figuring out what we, what maybe what we um, need to work on and getting back in there and doing it again. 
again, again, that's also resiliency. So certainly for the for the one, it's interesting. So I'm I'm here to talk about even like seasoned military spouses, right? You know, needing to have compassion with themselves. You know, when that one particular deployment was happening, and it was my husband's squadron, and I was, you know, and all the stuff was going down on the de- deployment, like one thing after another, where we were getting all these calls, right? And um, anxiety was high, mm-hmm. um, just for us as a family, our our squadron. You know that I think, and then being being able to, and then also taking being like, taking care of my own family, but taking care of others, and feeling like I needed to be the strong one, right? Mm-hmm. And in that moment, you know, not having a tight upper lip. I mean, we hear about like you need to put your big girl panties on. I don't know if you've ever heard that, <laughs> right? Have, yes. As a military spouse, right, where you're supposed to just suck it up and keep going. I think it's sure. Yeah, we're told to be. We need to be strong, and we can do that. We do that every day. But it's so. I think it's just so much more than that. What are the tools that we need to be able to manage our thinking, right? To truly feel powerful in all of this, right? I think it's much. It's really uh, being the watcher of our own mind, and I know that's what you help the military spouses to when you coach them, right? Mm -hmm. You teach the because right they're in the they're in maybe the fight or flight when you're speaking to them, and you you're able to, you look at them and you see the possibility and the potential in all of them, right? Yes. And and you see their wingspan, right? And all of their gifts and, and you're looking at them. But then as a coach, you also have wonderful um, sight into the, the thoughts that they're thinking, right? That are holding them back that, and if you're just giving them perspective on those thoughts so they can see it too, and they can be even more powerful in their lives and really know their own wingspan, right? And spread yes. their wings to fly. You know what? T- who talked to me about the wingspan recently? It was that um, a good friend of mine, Jennifer Nelson, whose husband was, you know, hit by that rocket and now oh. is a paraplegic, but they are experienced as, as a couple so much post-traumatic growth just as a result, right? Of thinking in so many possibilities instead of his disability, possibility about how to, you know, how to create the lives that they want in spite of all, in spite of all that. So I'm, I got off topic there, but I thought that was important. But in no, terms of so me good. being, um, you know, managing all the spouses at that point, I didn't really have the model, right? Right. That would have been so huge for me because I could have, um, it would have helped me so much to be able to help them. Right. And I could have, I, I felt like I was so alone that I was supposed to have my big girl panties on. Right. Yeah. And by the way, I've never told a military spouse that, <laughs> but, um, but I've been told it before, but um, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to have my big girl panties on and I'm supposed to like have a tight upper lip and just trudge on through. Right. But you know, all this stuff was going on and I was not only managing my emotions and thoughts, but all the thoughts of the spouses, right? And really um, emotionally involved with everyone because I was really trying to wrap my arms around around everyone. And it was a strength of mine. But to be so emotionally involved because I just cared so much, I think, you know, I didn't look at all of the circumstances and that's like heightened circumstances, right? During the deployment, you know, in a more neutral way where I was helpful, but 
I think if I was able to look at things in a more neutral way and take a step back and decide what to think about, you know, everything that was going on, all the circumstances and all the needs of the spouses, I think I would have been, I would have even utilizing my prefrontal cortex. I know you talk about that, right? Absolutely, yes. During, rather than my primitive brain brain in fight Mm -hmm. or flight right? Mm -hmm. And I would have been able to think so much clearly and not take things personally to Mm -hmm. be able to help them better and coach them to do the same, right? Um, And so every military spouse needs a coach, right? Mm -hmm. We need to learn how to do this. We're we're coaches because we are, what are we all, we're, what do they say? What's the term? We're master of all trades, um, jack of all trades, right? Oh, yes. We're supposed uh-huh. to be as the pillar in the household, as the commander of the base camp. But we're, so we're everywhere. But if you can master this one, like the jack of all trades, but the mass, they say the master of none. I say, if you can master your mindset, right? Be the jack of all trades, but ma- master your mindset in it, right? That's when you'll truly be able to grow. And I think with, as military spouses, the one thing I could have even had going on that would have helped me that I would encourage them to do is yes. have a goal during a deployment. Yes. Yeah, that can make a big difference. Um, spouse is gone. How am I, you know, to where I'm not so focused on my, you know, what I'm lacking and in, 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 in scarcity, you know, in that way I'm able to, you know, be grateful for what I have and try to be abundant and um, by, you know, focusing on this one goal to carry me through to where I'm growing while he's gone, he or she is gone. And then, then the spouse is over there doing the same, right? And we mm-hmm. come back and we're new for each other. Mm-hmm. I like that you mentioned back on feeling like you need to be strong for the people around you and wrap your arms around them because that is what they need. But another thing that I have identified with these newer, younger military spouses is that they're often really pretty hard on themselves and discouraged by looking at seasoned spouses and saying like, nobody else struggles with this, just me. Like nobody else is struggling right now. Their husband's gone and they're handling it. Amazing. And then they kind of beat themselves up about that saying like, I need to be stronger. I need to be like them. And so not that what you were doing was counterproductive, but that what they're thinking is really, they're using it as that tool against themselves. So I was just wondering if you had any insight, like if you were speaking to a military spouse like that today, who you knew had been, had been like beating them themselves up in that way, what what kind of encouragement would you offer them knowing Certainly. you being that seasoned spouse? Sure. I know that. And that's a great question. And let's just stop that right now. Right. Absolutely. Right. I mean, in an ideal world, that's what would happen. I think that, you know, um, you know, I did have a spouse that did ask me, well, who takes care of you? Right. Isn't that how do you, you know, and um, you know, how are you doing this? And I, I my one response was, well, I, I, at that point, right before knowing, um, being a com- becoming a certified coach and before knowing the model, right? Um, I, uh, well, I have to take care of you all, right? I can't afford to worry about myself, right? Well, that was helpful, right? For me, like I did, you know, I, I think I didn't have a chance to really get too down. I understand what you are saying there, right? To where if I show up as perfect and I don't let them know that I'm, oh, I'm vulnerable too, right? And I have my moments where I feel all those feelings that I mentioned before, you know, the loneliness and the, and the fear and the frustration, the resentment, the anger at my husband. I was angry, angry at my husband a lot. They didn't know that. Right. I, and I put all the blame on him and we were battling that at home. Right. While I was showing up, you know, as strong for them. And that is what they were most likely going through. I wasn't allowed to let them know that I was going through that on my end. Right. 
And um, as far as what I would tell them today, yeah, I, I think, you know, like we, you mentioned before, having compassion with themselves and, mm-hmm. and, and not judging themselves so harshly. I know you talked about that's what we do, right? We think we need to be perfect. And, you know, maybe we do like in our action line, right, of the model or maybe we're reacting to our emotions. And maybe when we're talking to that spouse overseas, we're like wanting to like tell them, you know, everything that's going on with us, right? Because we're wanting that connection and we're wanting them to understand, right? But maybe we're, we show up in that moment and we're screaming on that call or in, the, in this really quick call and that's the only time, the only time we have to talk to them and I've done it, right? Mm-hmm. To where, and, and then we when, then we get off the phone and then there was only, we only could talk for five minutes and then a ton of time goes by and we're not able to talk to them. And then we'll, you know, during that time, we're beating ourselves up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh my gosh, why did I do that? I'm so terrible. And it's just kind of the compound effect, right? On all of this. So even like that self-doubt, like, and that, or just that judgment and feeling like you're terrible and you're not enough yeah. that you can't do this. Like I'm not enough to do this deployment. I'm not enough. And you know, he's not here. So I don't have enough, right? That's a lot of the scarcity mm-hmm. mindset that you have. And I'm not enough. I'm not strong enough, There's right? Not enough can, of me. Show That's, up strong, yeah. right? But we're truly feel like we're not strong enough to get through this. So yeah, I, sh- I did all those things, right? I overreacted and... I think to give them those examples and true and truly be vulnerable, you know, and wrapping my arms around them in that way as an example, you know, but then if I also had the model and knowing what I know now and how I was able to feel that all the way through, right. And, and that anger I had at my husband and again, being compassionate with myself and, and then, you know, still showing up, um, but working on like working on what you talk, you talk about, I'm sure the river of misery, right. And between, the two models like becoming I think during a deployment you'll go through you'll do that again and again Mm. but you know you're just continuing to work on yourself and and in that way you can grow right yeah so it does you know that could be a goal that you have right to where you come out the other side you know with new thoughts and new possibilities of how you can handle things that is truly becoming as well Mm. it's a master's right in self-development I talked talked about that yes masters that's so good I love what you mentioned about the vulnerability. I think that is really what's key because we don't, I don't think it would help these young spouses to, you know, get right down in the muck with them. You know, that's like, we're, you know, digging a ditch together. Instead, we want to pull them out of the ditch by saying like, we both, like no matter how good you think anyone else is doing, we're all feeling this. We're all in this together. And this is hard for everyone. It's hard for you and it's hard for me. And like, Mm -hmm. we can share this experience, you know, and then like give them that hand up out of the ditch instead of jumping in and and digging with them. I've heard a couple of people do that analogy of you can hand them a shovel or you could like help them out of the out of the pit but vulnerability I think is so key because you're willing to share those some of your own hard moments to to help them see like we're all in this together that's that's such a beautiful way to connect so thank you for sharing all of that I would love to hear more about when and how you decided to become a life coach and then about your specialty and and how all that's been going for you certainly thank you I really appreciate that and and I um, decided to become a life coach after I listened to um, Brooke's podcast from the Life Coach School, right? And actually it was just when we moved here to Tampa, right? So this is our 10th move and we're getting ready to go 
on our 11th. Oh yeah, where are you guys headed? Well, it's kind of interesting. So I'll talk about this just for a second. This time we're considering different possibilities for our move, right? Because, you know, it's always the same where I'm following my husband, right? And for this move, actually, he's going to go be the vice athletic director at the Air Force Academy. And I've got a junior in high school. And so he's leaving next month. And this time in thinking about out of the box, right? And we can, we can do it different this time, right? That's what I'm talking about. And always think in different possibilities, right? There's always another um, decision that maybe you can make or another option to choose, you know, and looking at all of that and then making a decision, right? So we made a decision that he is going to go ahead and move forward and he's going to be there for a year and a half and I'm staying back, uh, you know, with my three children. So it's going to be a lot of managing my mindset, right? Absolutely. Um, But the difference is that I think is going to be so huge for me and for all of us is I do have this wonderful goal of growing this, you know, this business, right? My business as a coach is Stephanie Allen Coaching, and I'm running a self-made military spouse program. And I'm going to be really focusing on that in the next year and a half, right? While he's away, I have this goal. And so therefore, I'm not, I've got, I'm abundant in it. And I'm not um, focusing on my lack, right? About him, you know, him not being home. And I know it's not going to be easy. So I've got that expectation going in all of it. Right. Mm -hmm. But I know I can figure it out. And that's, and that's one huge thing I learned from the life coach school. Right. And as military spouses, we're all super, we're all so smart. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, we can, what can we do like to figure it out? So I'm going to figure it, I'll figure this out. We'll have highs and lows, you know, just like I said, during the circumstances of the, you know, appointment, all this is similar, not, not so similar as that he's going to be stateside at least. But, but anyway, what led me to all this is early in my career, I, while I was dating my husband, I was working as a division director for a company called RHI Consulting, and we provide, provided information technology professionals um, for um, contract or project for, for companies. So I placed network engineers, programmers, et cetera, and I was managing a division of five account executives and recruiters, right, that were under me. So in that position, prior to, to leaving and running off um, into the sun, set to Okinawa, <laughs> Japan, like I said, our first duty station, oh. I, uh, my paycheck that I brought home, right, or it went into my account, was um, $100,000, okay? Mm-hmm. So I was in love, right? I wanted to start the new chapter in my life and just went off to Okinawa with my husband and really didn't at that point, I think because I was in a lot of fear over my success, right? And, um, you know, I, I decided I was ready to, you know, start this next chapter, which is wonderful. And everything is perfect, right? The way it worked out, but left that, you know, really great high paying job because I think I was, like I said, scared of my own success, went and moved to Okinawa, started a master's program there at Tri-State University in business, business management, just to make myself more marketable, you know, because, and I worked for Tri-State there. Um, so I was getting the tuition, you know, paid for with spouse tuition assistance. So I felt like, you know, there weren't a lot of job opportunities there at that time. So I thought I would do that. And then went back to the States after that assignment and went back to work for, with my old company. But I ended up working with an, in another division where I wasn't, wasn't paid as much there was mm-hmm. in accounting. And then just so my career just kind of evolved. I stayed home for a period of time, you know, with my children and all the time volunteering. And again, you know, wrapping my arms around military spouses, being an advocate for them. I also worked for a nonprofit organization 
organization called Career Source, where I helped um, military spouses and uh, family members ha- uh, find jobs. So good. Moved to ta- and then we we got it. That was a great opportunity. Then the, then got assigned to Tampa, and then just decided, you know, um, uh, how can I look at this differently? Right. Um, I had a lot of resentment toward my husband about my career. I looking back, I was stuck in the past. You know, I, you know, what if I would have hung on to that? What if I um, I wasn't able to evolve with this great education and my experience to, you know, my career did not progress. That's what was the thought I was thinking. Right. But then got to Okinawa and um, after listening to Brooke and becoming a certified life coach, decided that I could choose to feel differently about my career. And so where I'm t- am today is I am coaching military spouses to get off that job search treadmill and um, quit letting employers decide their value in the marketplace and truly decide their value for themselves, right? And repurpose repurpose their careers and do home businesses. A lot of Mm. us, um, I did also um, have a business um, as a military spouse. I I don't know if you've heard of Michi Bags, um, the convertible purses. I did that for a little while. But um, my goal, right, is to, wouldn't that be a, a, a major coup, right? And um, I'm saying that this is going to happen for myself. By the time my husband retires, I want to be back at that $100,000 mark. And what I want to do is how I'm doing that is coaching military spouses, right, to be able to do the same. And and a lot of us are, wouldn't that be great, right? We're saying that to ourselves. Wouldn't that be great to be home with our families, to be able to utilize all my life experience, so varied and and wonderful. And uh, as a military spouse that I have my skill set, my gifts, and what and my hobbies and things I love. If I package all that and you know offer that to the world and receive that value back, right in mm. this business, and I can you know truly be the pillar at home for my families and you know organize my own schedule, but then also have this thing that's all my own that's truly just about me, um, where I can bring in money, right, and in this vehicle of the home business become uh, who I'm meant to become, right. So yes. we talk about the coaching and the um, deployment as a master's in self-development and being a military spouse, a job all its own, right? In this master's of self-development. And now we have these tools, you know, through you, right? When you're coaching your spouse, but even in the vehicle of a home business and being able to manage all those similar fears that come up, they're just different, right? The fear, the self-doubt, right? The confusion and the, I don't know, right? How do I do this? Um, We've got to figure out how to manage those emotions too, to do this thing that we originally thought, oh, only special people do this, right? But um, that's, I'm here to tell you today, all these spouses that are not, that are listening out there, that that is absolutely not true. You are mm. smart enough. You're organized enough. You're technical enough and you are enough for your kids, right? At home. Absolutely. And be, you do have enough time, all of those things, right? To be able to, to grow a home business. If you like, you just need a coach behind you, right? To help you manage your, your mindset and understand that it's all about the thoughts that you're thinking about yourself and that truly the most important tool 
It's not Facebook ads. It's not the website, right? It's, it's not email, mar the email marketing campaign that you're developing. All these things that, like I said, we can figure out. We're so smart. We're so resourceful. It's truly, it's truly having the thoughts um, behind all that, right? Yes. And going through it all, again, feeling fear, right? But not listening to that primitive brain that says you can't do it or tells you to stop and tells you to give up, you know, to owning your emotions all the way through, right? Oh. To where, you know, a year from now, you know, you get to meet that future self that, you know, is waiting for you to come find her. Absolutely. Oh, it's such an exciting idea. I love it, Stephanie. I love your self-made military spouse program. And the focus of the at-home business is going to be so powerful for military spouses because then they do get off that treadmill you mentioned of, you know, I'm just going to, every time we move, I just have to start over and try again and search again and, and kind of in that loop that you felt like you were maybe in, in your, in your time in the military, in the, in the bulk of your time in the military. So then they're able to get off that, you know, search and, and that, that search for you led you to kind of resenting the military, resenting your husband. That It's that victim status of, mm -hmm. because of this, this is out of my control, but to take that control back to say, here's the way that I keep my life and my career in my control while living a military life. That's just going to be so powerful for spouses. So I love, love that you're working on that with them. So how, if, if my listeners are interested in getting a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you to get more information about what you offer? Certainly. Well, I have a website. Um, it's Stephanie Allen coaching.com. And also I wanted to invite all your listeners, those interested in growing a home-based business to join my Facebook group. And it's called self-made military spouse, right? It's that. about, we're all self-made, right? And the life's lives that uh, we've created already. We've created our lives, right? With our thought. And so we're enough right now. We have mm. everything we need to grow a home business, right? If that's something that we want to do. And, and but the to be self-made, right? As I mentioned, just in that process, not only in having control of your income, that's another thing that a business does for you, right? We can, portable careers are great and we can you know, maybe work for an employer out of our home, but then also we're letting, we're still letting them to determine, you know, our value, right? Mm. And in a business, we decide that for ourselves. So um, yeah, come check us out on Self-Made Military Spouse. And it's where we are empowering one another to grow businesses that align with our purpose and this beautiful, big, crazy, wonderful lifestyle that we all share. Oh, that's great. Well, I'll link to that information in the show notes so that they can definitely access that. And I Thank love you. that you have a Facebook group because it's really powerful. I, I want to say this to my listeners, if they aren't a part of some kind of community like this, it's really powerful to be a part of, to be spending time and be inspired by people who have the same ideas and the same goals and, and similar, you know, similar thinking and similar mindset to you. If you're able to participate in a community like that, it is so inspiring in your own life. And it makes thinking that way feel so like normal and achievable to you instead of like, this is a real stretch for me to think this way. But if you spend time being inspired by people who are also thinking that way, it's just really powerful. So I'm excited that you have that Facebook group and that'll be really helpful for them. Well, thank you so much. This has been fantastic. I've loved getting to know you and hearing about some of your experiences. We love hearing from seasoned military spouses who really um, have so much experience and so much inspiration to, to lend and also to, to take those vulnerable moments and those really hard moments, all the good, all the bad, and then add mind management and thought work to it all is the whole package. So thank you, Stephanie. This has been wonderful. You're welcome. And I really appreciate it being on. I'm so excited 
excited about what you're doing for military spouses and oh, simply resilient. I'm so glad you used that word in the title because there's so much like we talked about to being resilient. And I'll make sure to recommend um, you to the spouses in my Facebook group so they awesome. know how to contact you as well. And um, yeah, let's just take advantage of our most powerful resource, right? Our, our most brain. powerful asset, right? <laughs> and they and our in our beautiful brains, right? Yes. And owning our own brilliance in all of it, that we can figure out it out and we can figure out how to feel better. And I know that's what your, your podcast, what your coaching, right. Is, yes. is all about how to feel, how to work to, um, you know, have compassion with ourselves and not judge ourselves when we feel like we're on the low end, right. Of those ups and downs, but how we can figure out to feel better in it. And this is all doable. So uh, thank you Absolutely. so much. I appreciate the time. Wonderful. Thanks, Stephanie. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for making time in your day to listen to this episode. If you are enjoying this podcast, please go to my website, www.simplyresilient.net to download my free guide to thriving during deployment. I also love when you share this podcast with your friends and rate and review it. Remember that when we choose to intentionally manage our minds, we go from feeling mentally miserable to feeling like a mental warrior. You've got this. I'll talk to you soon. Over and out.